Fierce Fan Media. Make this one. We need to make this one what? Nothing. No, not, try to not keep it as long. It's been a very long day. Oh, oh really? Okay. Okay, so we yeah, wait no, for you. <laughs> and then don't Any make it long. Yeah. Listen, thank you for waiting for me. I do appreciate yeah. it. You know what? Okay. Mm-hmm. You know what? That's why you hesitated to say something because you knew you were just going to get your ass burned over. Uh-huh. I was like, <laughs> Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the weekly wind down. We're going to try and rush through it tonight, and maybe uh, Julie won't take oh, so long. To get uh, yeah, I guess you're welcome. Yeah, you're welcome. We'll try to rush through this. Thanks, team. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Jackie D, the literary lesbian. I'm Erin, the geeky gal That was a good one tonight. Thank you. I'm um, Julie, the not so lipstick lesbian. Um, tonight I, I, I am drinking Huckleberry Haze, and I got to show you this. I already showed Aaron, but look at how cute this is, Joel. Oh, I would drink it just for that. Right. So it's a local brewery in Dublin. It has the California bear face on the front, and it has like the Elton John sunglasses. It's so it's so cute. It's made by Lazy Dog. That is really cute. Yeah. Really awesome. And the beer is very very good. Very good. But as soon as I saw the cover, I was like, yeah, I'm going to drop to drink him. Sold. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have to drink Get him. Get in my belly. <laughs> oh, a little beer. Um, I'm really branching out tonight, and I'm having some Tito's. <laughs> but I have a new um, mixer. So... Let me tell you what I've been doing, which is not good because it's like aspartame, but whatever. So I have like a plain LaCroix, but then I have like a tropical. (laughs) Uh... I'm such an old lady. You know, those little crystal light squirt things that you can put in. I put a little tropical crystal light in there. Great tonight. That's actually a good idea. It's delicious. It's good. I'm feeling good. Do you have any other freezing tips and tricks? Oh, that's all I got. Was what? Huh? She froze. We couldn't hear. Her. Oh me? I froze. Yeah, we still frozen. Lady Florida Wi-Fi. I mean, I, I literally just said your internet connection is unstable. I'm like, yeah, same. <laughs> so, if I if I if I disconnect, I'm gonna change internets really quick. If I go away, I'll be right back. Okay. Okay. Thanks for the warning. <laughs> I just got home from work, so I am not drinking anything. I'm drinking a um a cherry. What do they call it? You Coke? get it's like it's like a Shirley Temple. Oh I get a Sprite. God. What is I, wrong with you assholes? Yeah. And yeah. so then I, I get 7-Up with cherry. It's a cherry limeade. Route oh 34. my God. Mm-hmm. God. It's delicious. Alright, well, I'm drinking because I'm a grown-up. <laughs> um. Alright, so let's just jump into it this week. Um. Hold on, Aaron's getting back on. 
I wonder if she's going to still be able to see her face frozen in that other corner. That'd be funny. Oh, no. That would be funny. Yeah. That's like the, that's like dimension bending or whatever you call it. All right. Aaron, what the fuck is going on in Florida? I'd love to say (laughs) nothing. Do you like how thoughtful she gets? She just like, she's like, I'm going to put my drink down for this and I'm going (laughs) to, I'm going to give this some thought. Mm-hmm. go ahead well which part <laughs> I mean now we got DeSantis um, signing a bill essentially saying that he can do whatever he wants with the Florida's money which includes moving immigrants to wherever he feels he's also saying that he's going to personally appoint the board of education so they can't continue yes. to block his anti-trans bills right instead of them being and- elected and voted into office and he's going to uh, just try to ban all uh, AP cl- courses now because mm-hmm. that makes sense. Like, so now all Florida high school students will not be, you know, won't be able to get into other schools because they won't have these AP courses or an AP tests. And what do you think the end game is with this? Um, to... Is he just trying to out Trump Trump? Like, I, so, you know, like when um, we talk about how. Uh, I've I've seen videos about how, like, essentially America is indoctrinated by education at a very young age. Which is bullshit. Right? Like, so, like, but, like, no, but, like, we're all taught that capitalism is right and this is how we should do things. And when when you, like, go to other countries, we're like, well, there are different ways to do things. And it doesn't always have to be this way or the highway. But Americans, that's all we learn, right? This is what we learn. So this is what I think is I think that Ron DeSantis is trying to make Florida his dictatorship and it's working and it's scary. And he literally is trying to control everything, all the education. Um, he's trying to control the entire, all the government, no matter what, like there is no checks. And, there are no checks and balances. Now there is no checks and balances essentially because he can do whatever he wants with the money. I mean, it's just. Does he have the power to do all that? Yes, yeah. it's it's so disgusting because I, I, to, I to be honest, I don't exactly know why, but there is a there is a standing um, uh, clause or whatever in the Constitution of Florida that allows the governor to do essentially what he fucking wants, and it's mm. it's really scary. And Ron DeSantis is too smart to be trusted because he's. To essentially, and I know I say this a lot, like we need to get the fuck out of Florida, but we do because this is no longer going to be a safe place for any LGBTQ person um, or women or women or, or non white people. people. Yeah. Or, yeah. Or non white. Yeah. Black, brown. Um, Unless you're Asian, conservative. Like, yeah. Yeah. Which is so interesting to me. And I'd love, I'd love to sit down with um, any, any conservative um non-white person and just talk to them about why because i just want to know i really do i would really love to and i know i can go on tiktok and find it out and i know like a lot of uh, of the cuban immigrants that come here they are they are very much conservative which <laughs> you're <laughs> Well, they come from a regime of Fidel Castro and people right. of color are a monolith, right? Like they're, they all mm-hmm. have different reasons and expressions right. and right. upbringings. Absolutely. But you, they come from a dictatorship and 
religion is is heavily predominant in in, in being Cuban. They're 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 heavily right, they're, influenced by Catholicism. Right, exactly. But we have a very Catholic Democrat president right now. So it's like you can still be religious and also be you know, less conservative. Like, so it's just, it's just upsetting, especially but because those, those two the, things are, <clears throat> so, I'm sorry to interrupt you. No, you're fine. No, but fine. the, the issue you fall into with religion and not you personally, but one of the things that I've noticed over, since I have abandoned religion in my life and I'm not, don't feel sorry for me. Don't fucking pray for me. Like, it's fine. Okay. Um, <laughs> I won't. Oh, one of the worry. things that I have found about most religious people, and again, not a monolith, like they're not all the same and there's, right. there's different factions of it and different expressions of it and different belief systems, but religious people, I, I, I find, and I don't say ignorant in, in, in a, a, a hateful way. I say it in a way that they aren't willing to expand their worldview beyond what makes them comfortable because being humans aren't wired to be uncomfortable, right? We have to force ourselves into uncomfortable positions. We have to force ourselves to expand our horizons and to meet people that don't look like us or don't sound like us or don't have the same upbringings that we do. Like you have to actively seek that out because humans are hardwired to be tribal. We're hardwired to find people that look like us for our protection. It goes back to caveman days. You can find in our little lizard brains, so you have to actively fight against that. And we have talked about this on here before. So if you have a, a, a book that says all of the things you need to do to get to this place of heaven, to have a better life in all time and eternity, it's easy to find confirmation bias to align with, with all of those things. And it's right. easy to use that as a blanket when you, when it's easy to hate people, hating people is easy. Not liking people is easy. Loving people that you don't understand, loving people that you've never met, loving people that don't share the same worldviews as you is hard. Right. It's hard to find that empathy because like we've said on here before, empathy is a muscle. Hatred's a knee jerk reaction. Right. Like to, to try to find love or, or um, a likeness or similarities in people that you have nothing else in common with, you have to stretch those muscles of empathy. So it's easier to keep people scared and afraid because those instincts to us come naturally because they're tied to survival mm -hmm. than it is to, to try to love beyond that knee-jerk reaction. And right. that's so heavily tied to religion. It's so heavily tied to it because yeah. you have an entire institution that's founded on, well, just believe me, yeah. Have faith. 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 Yeah. All of it's faith. All of it is having blind faith into something that you can't touch, you can't feel, you can't see, you can't taste. All of it is. So it's an easy thing to buy into because when there's something that you can't prove exists, you also can't prove it doesn't. So that's why it's so easy for people to get caught up in, in, in this. And it, it's tied to their, their grandparents and their parents and their upbringings. And if it was good enough for them, it's good enough for me. And, and there's all this historical racial context intertwined with it. Mm -hmm. And it's much easier to say, well, this is how it's always been. And we've been okay. than to say, my parents were wrong. My grandparents were wrong. All of these things were wrong. Because then you have to take a, a hard look at your entire life. And that's scary for people. Yeah. 
People don't like change. They don't like growth. They don't, they don't like those things. It's easy to stay complacent. It's easy to stay in your world. It's easy. And that's what I mean when I say it's easy to stay ignorant. It's easy to do those things. If you're only surrounded by people who think like you also. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's what we're running into here. And that is why Ron DeSantis is so fucking dangerous. Yeah. He's dangerous, man. I just like, I don't want to be right about him, but here we are. Yeah. And it's, it's been, I mean, ever since I moved here, I've had to deal with, with him and his rhetoric and his, his just, he's just so hateful. And that I read this, it was like a tweet. Some guy said it was like, there's, and I'm sure it's many people have said it, but it was, there's, um, there's no, there's nothing like, or what was it? it there's was, no hate like Christian love that how the fuck did you know that i was going there that was amazing jackie look at us we're like in sync man i love it um but yeah like it's so true too because it's it's you know you need god 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 jesus 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 but also you're wrong and we hate you and you're disgusting and now you know we have all these things happening because you know, God is right and Jesus is right. They would have deported Jesus, a brown man with long hair, hung out with with sex workers. Right. And like it's just and so clean the feet of poor people. They would right. have deported it, him. It's just it's just frustrating when you think about um the way that um conservative Republicans use Christianity or Catholicism or whichever, their their breed their brand of religion to um to to spout uh, to, to go off about immigrants when jesus <laughs> jesus was a a brown man like it just uh it's just so frustrating when that it's just frustrating and it's all it's all hypocrisy they're all hypocrites and it's frustrating ron DeSantis scares the shit out of me because guns in this in 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 Florida, you're going to be able to walk around with with a gun. It just concealed. You don't have to have a permit anymore to con- to carry to or to get one. Yeah, or to get one. Really, mm-hmm. yeah. So you can just have a gun. Just get a gun. Any anybody can just get a gun. Like what? Like I I've said this a thousand times, and I've said this to you, Jackie. I've said this to to, to Julie. I've said this on here. I am not anti-gun. I never have been. I never will be. I think guns are an okay thing to have when you are, when you do it the right way in the state that you're at, like Jackie, you, you've talked about how you had to go through certain steps and, you know, we, there's certain, but it's like, because there's no federal way to do it. It's just so, it's just sad because now we have Florida who's just going rogue and it's just, it's just, it's upsetting and it's frustrating and it's scary because I don't have a gun, but I should probably get a fucking gun. Eh, let's talk about it later. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the frightening thing about, about Florida and what we're seeing there besides just fucking Florida is yeah. that it's going to start, he's, he's essentially creating a blueprint for the rest of the Southern states to follow. Right. You already have people like Marjorie Taylor Greene, fucking horrible horrible person who is calling for what she calls a divorce and i think it's because she doesn't know how to spell secede um yeah 
of the the red states seceding from the United States. And knee-jerk reaction, as someone who comes from a blue state and pays for fucking red states' incompetency and inability to balance their budget and unwillingness to pay for their own problems, knee-jerk reaction is fucking buy, see you, fine, go go form your own country and see how well you do without the money from California and New York and, and Washington State and good luck to you, Godspeed. But the reality is they'd be so susceptible to being infiltrated by foreign attacks, it would eventually put the rest of us in danger because they would fold within three years. Mississippi, Arkansas, Alabama, Louisiana, Florida, Georgia would be bankrupt within a year and a half, completely fucking bankrupt. They're already at the bottom of healthcare. They're already at the bottom of the opioid crisis. They're already at the bottom for education. All of those states without the supplemental income from blue states would absolutely fail their residents. And I don't take that lightly because I understand there are certain people there who they have no way out. They've never been able to make the money to move out. They've never been able to obtain the education to move out and to move to a big city. They've never been able to achieve those things. And I don't wish harm on on any of those people. I also don't even wish harm on the conservatives. Like they're still my fellow Americans, but they would make us all vulnerable to attacks because they would be so desperate for money. They would invite foreign war into our borders. And Abraham Lincoln always said, the only way America will fall is from um, break down from the inside. We're too far removed from the rest of the world for us to fall any other way. And you can see the, the gleams of it coming through as more and more people are willing to give into fascism. Like let's, let's skip over to the fact that, um, uh, McCarthy is releasing January 6th tapes, 40,000 hours worth to one news outlet, only Fox news. He's not really, Uh He says it's he says it's in the in the interest of being transparent. They belong to the American people. Then release them to all of the news outlets. Release them to everyone. Then I don't inherently disagree that the American people have a right to know exactly what happened that day. I don't. But releasing them specifically to Tucker Carlson. Yeah. Fuck that. I, I feel is so disingenuous. And so hypocritical of what he's saying he's trying to achieve. What he's essentially doing is the January 6th committee, which half were Republicans, half were Democrats sat on, found conclusively that uh, Republican Congress people were were giving tours to terrorists, domestic terrorists, um, showing them around buildings. Uh, The fact that the insurrectionists meant to kill Nancy Pelosi, uh, kill Mike Pence, despite what you feel or think about them, no one deserves to die for, for serving in their political party. And and the fact that uh, Trump was egging the whole situation on. The January 6th committee found that conclusively. The Republicans haven't been able to combat it, so they're handing it over now to their biggest propaganda machine to try and come up with a spin for it going into the presidential elections. And it's insane to me that he gets to release footage that is going to show the inner workings of our Capitol. So you're going to be able to see where, where we don't have security coverage, where the Capitol police lack um, available capabilities. They're going to be able to see hallways that the senators and congressmen are able to escape into. They're going to be able to see secret passageways that we escorted our um, vice president and speaker of the house away from. You're talking about second and third in line for the presidency. And he's handing all of that information over to Tucker 
fucking Carlson. I can't even. And everyone's cheering him on. Yeah, it, because they're, they're all just so obsessed. He's, well, and he's with so eager. Cry. Well, and he's so eager to be liked again. No, fuck like, that guy. Fucking Kevin McCarthy can't. He's so fucking thirsty to be loved by the by the fucking assholes that are quote quote unquote at the top of that party, like fucking Bobert and. Marjorie Matt Taylor, Gates. Uh, Matt Gates, like, come on. I cannot even imagine what's going to come down the pipeline. Like, after this, it all goes down. Why would you give anything to Tucker Carlson? Like, he's such a bag of hair. Like, I just don't even understand it. <laughs> such a pine cone. What do you right? think? Joel? Like, oh. Well, you know what I, you guys know a lot more about all of that stuff for, than me, but just like, as I kind of feel like an outsider, sometimes looking in, it's terrifying to me when I get on here and I start talking to you guys about what's actually really going on. It's like, how can, how could you possibly think that that's the right thing to do? is to hand that kind of information over to somebody. And I get what you're saying, like the transparency, but that's not being transparent. Holy and that's, that's, and that's saying, not, yeah, that's, that's not doing that. It's, you can call it whatever the fuck you want, but a pile of shit still a pile of shit. You know, like. <laughs> well, how would the Republicans be reacting if they only handed it over to MSNBC? Right. Losing, well, and that's, and that's been one of my biggest issues with the Republican party for the last few years since I've been paying more attention to it. If it's like we do as we say, but not as we do. Like you can't hundred percent. If we did half of the shit that the Republican party did, Oh, they would burn us at the fucking stake. Mm -hmm. Like it would be, we would never hear the fucking end of it. And it's like, they're just so blind and, and they're so like brainwashed unrealistic right. with their thoughts and how they look at things. They're yeah. almost, the whole thing is almost just kind of difficult to talk about. And it's like, it, it's, I don't know. It's just, it's hard for me to even wrap my mind around how, how people can be so closed minded and yeah. So brainwashed to certain things. And it's just really made me not have a lot of hope for the USA. Like people are so easily brainwashed and so easily manipulated and so quick to turn on each other instead of looking at a situation yeah. for what it is. Cause it gets to a point like now it's not about being Republican or Democrat or whatever. It's about what's right and what's wrong. And like, you're wrong. <laughs> like, you're you know, people yes here's like, a perfect just... example of like do as i say not as i do right like so the bitching and moaning that we that the biden wasn't in east palestine ohio right bitching and moaning that w the government wasn't helping them even though trump is the reason that happened the reason that was allowed to happen was or that 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 catastrophe well, greed greed of greed, right and because Trump signed, signed rolled back regulations, right? Like he signed, he rolled back regulations that made it possible for something like that to occur. And it happened. 
And then they're bitching and moaning that, oh, Biden hasn't been there. Biden hasn't been there. And Trump goes and, oh, yada, yada, yada. Then Pete's there and they're fucking making fun of him. I'm like, you know what? Well, they're they're the party of smaller government. They want smaller government, except they want to tell you what to do with your bodies, which women have rights, which religious practices that you can, that you can maintain. They pick and choose when their agenda, when, when you are supposed to follow it or not. Like they're they're the party of constitutionality of following the constitution, but want to make it a Christian nation, which is Mm -hmm. prohibited, prohibited in the constitution and in, in the first amendment. They are the party of <clears throat> capitalism, but they have no problem with monopolies raking raking coals over the middle class. They are the party of pro-law enforcement, except when it comes to the Capitol Police and the FBI, because that doesn't fit their fucking narrative. When it fits the, their narrative, yeah, that's right. what I was looking they're, for. They're the party of pro-children, except we're going to burn books. They're the party and of freedom of expression and freedom of speech. And take away AP classes. Except they want to regulate... Uh, the educational institutions the what you're seeing right now is we're seeing we're we're alive witnessing a, a change in in how our country is going to be run i fully believe that i fu- fully fully believe we are watching democracy as we have known it for 275 years breaking we're watching it break. I don't think it's going to go away, but I think we are going to see a new version of it. And I think you see Republicans. I'm trying to give you guys hope here. Okay. So okay. Cause I was like, Jesus, this is bleak. I know. <laughs> but things have to break to heal. Things have to be completely broken. Sprains, fractures, none of those heal correctly. So I think what you're witnessing now is, is an old dying regime who is doubling down on absolute fucking nonsense trying to grab. So you're you're seeing them talk on Fox News about how, well, more women just need to get married because single women aren't voting Republican anymore. And we need to keep kids um, away from books and free thought because we need them to think like us and we need to keep kids out of college institutions because critical thinking skills are impairing their their narrative the dictatorship so you're watching it start to what you're seeing now is is that bone bending like we're bending right now and it's going to break but our saving grace is going to be gen z and gen alpha i'm telling you right now we are going to have more voting well, if they're not fucking educated because we're taking away all their education. Yeah, but it's it, only it won't matter. States. Yeah. It's only certain states. And they yeah. can't they can't stop progress faster than it's happening because every single person has the library of Alexandria at their fingertips. And humans by nature are drawn to curiosity and and broadening their horizons. Yes, you have this subsect of the population that's completely decided to to buckle down and and hide in their their ignorance and just neuroses and absolute insanity but that's not going to be the most of them and the reason why it's actually more difficult to maintain hatred than to care humans aren't wired to hate incessantly and never endingly we are wired we're social creatures so scientifically we are wired to care and seek out companionship and friendship and neighbors this 
this will not end well for them. I just don't know how much damage is going to be done in the process. I don't know how many trans and gay kids are going to be hurt in the process. I don't know how many people we're going to lose to suicide getting there. I don't know how many people are going to have to die by the opioid crisis or our lack of healthcare services or, or the fact that our, our housing prices keep going up. It's going to be bleak, but it's we progress curve is long but it always trends towards justice. It always does. It is going to end up okay. Unfortunately for us, we're just in the shit part of it right now. We're watching it happen. Yeah. I mean, there were people, there were people during the American Revolution when we were fighting for our independence from England who were siding with, the, with Britain. They didn't want their independence from England. They were perfectly happy staying under, under the king's reign. Everything was fine in their lives. Nothing needed to change. They didn't want their independence. There, there were people in the Civil War who didn't want, I mean, you see it in the South all the time, Jewel. They, I, I don't think they know that they didn't win that war or like it's just on pause right now, but they didn't win it. <laughs> like <laughs> that kind of pure yeah. hatred, Hitler didn't win because that kind of pure hatred, it can't be longstanding. It eventually breaks people. We, and then we're going to end up in a civil war. Probably. Yeah. Here's what I don't understand. So about DeSantis having all that power in Tennessee, making trans kids retransition. How who how do they have the power to do that? Super majorities. Because like, of what? Yeah. Their state. So there's the U.S. House huh. of Representatives and U.S. Senate, right? Like you have AOC and. Um, Marjorie Taylor Greene and Lauren Boebert and uh, Bernie Sanders, they're all in the U.S. House of Representatives. So each state has their own Senate and their own representatives. And they hand power, they pass state laws and hand power to governors. So when you have supermajorities, so like California is a Democratic supermajority, right? Like mm -hmm. we have the Democrats hold the majority in, in the state house, like the, the house that governs us and the state representatives. So both sides, so each state has its own Senate and House of Representatives, the same way the U.S. does. Mm -hmm. So both of those houses get to pass laws, and then each governor acts as like the president. They can veto bills. They can, they can sign bills that only affect the state itself. So Florida is a supermajority for the Republicans. So is Arkansas. So the governor gets handed all this power because the state house approves it. So like mm -hmm. when you look at Kentucky, so Kentucky has had um, a Republican state house for a long time, but they've also had a democratic governor. So what the state mm -hmm. house of representatives has been doing in Kentucky is slowly but surely chipping away at that governor's power, saying that he can't do certain things, keeping more and more of the, the power in the, in the house so that he ends up being like a figurehead, like Queen Elizabeth would have been. And eventually all of the power resides with the house, with the state representative. So Florida is pulling this off because of the way the state system is set up. Ron DeSantis is, has Republican representatives in his state house who keep handing him all this power. They keep signing off on all his bills. They keep approving it. That's why people don't understand. It's not just the presidential elections that matter. Your local elections, your local house and Senate elections matter in your state more than those national ones ever, ever will. Ever. Absolutely. 
And they get counted vote per vote for vote too, yep. huh? Like yep. every single vote. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It it counts. So the people who elected those supermajorities have handed the power to those people to make these decisions. So, so like if Ron DeSantis no had living in a free country. Mm, we're being run by a very loud minority because the electoral college. So we've we've handed power over to a ton of states that have a fraction. There are more people in Los Angeles than Wyoming. The whole fucking state. That's but California crazy. still has the same representative power when it comes to electing a president and we've, electing we've senators. Out, we've outgrown the electoral, the electoral college. college. Yes. Yeah. We mm -hmm. have. And like you look at a place like South Dakota, um, South Dakota, North Dakota, North Dakota, North Dakota, sorry, Wyoming, all of those places, um, there are more people in the county of Los Angeles than those three states. So <laughs> that is why uh, uh, my vote in California is like one two hundredth of the power that someone in Wyoming has. So that's why you get these radical extremists able to do whatever they want. Arkansas, for example, there's what, three million people that live in Arkansas? Eight million? I don't know. How many people live there? Let me Google it. So you have an entire state of Arkansas, which comes to... Dun, da, da, da. Uh, just over 3 million. Okay. There's more people than that in the Bay Area. Yeah. And you know, in our little, our little section of Arkansas up here is over half a million of those. And we're only like in Benton County. Mm -hmm. We're only like, we're a very small area. And just that portion is, you know, a quarter. So we've given a disproportionate amount of power to a minority population. Mm -hmm. Rural white America decides elections. They just do. Which is it fucking sucks. So that's why we're in the situation we're in now. And in order to change the constitution, you need a two thirds vote to go into a, a constitutional convention. So two thirds of the US senators Imagine getting two thirds of fucking U.S. senators to do anything would have to say, yes, we want to rewrite the Constitution. And then yeah. everything's up for grabs. And that's the only it'll way never, to get rid of the Electoral College. Yeah, and it'll never happen with Republicans and no. Democrats being so evenly split. Mm -mm. If we could vote more Democrats in, then that could possibly happen. But, but even all that, Democrats don't even believe. Do, you, do, do you all think, Democrats believe that the Electoral College is is bad most that i talk most to, yeah. do yeah i don't think they I think mean, it's no, bad I, mean, I think in, they think it's in outdated the senate. i think in the senate i'm saying yeah but uh, i think there's so I think many a lot of them so are old part of the problem with going to a constitutional convention and bear in mind when the constitution was written it was intended to be rewritten every 18 to 20 years each generation yep. it, was it says to, that in there doesn't it? it says it in the federalist papers yeah, each generation like was explicit. was meant to rewrite their own constitution to to be relevant to their time but they're so scared of losing the second amendment if it went to a because then everything would be up for grabs right you could rewrite everything then so they could, if you went to a constitutional convention, they could take away women's right to vote. 
They could change the second amendment. They could change the first amendment. They could change whatever they wanted. And that is why they hold so strongly onto this fucking document that is 275 years old. Our founding well, fathers what, had no idea the shit show we were all going to be in. And, well, and the problem too is like, yeah, I, they, it's, I, the second amendment, the second amendment, the second amendment, but then a don't read the whole amendment, the second amendment, but then they also don't look at, they, it's three lines disregard the first amendment. Well, and, you know what I'm and saying? Like it's the like, fifth and the fourth and yeah, the thirteenth, like, and yeah, they just want to cling to what they want to cling to, and that's I think the most frustrating. And even if I was conservative, that would frustrate me. Like, why? Why can't we? They're why used we to doing that because it's the same people that are doing the same thing with religion and the Bible. Yep, they cherry they, pick. They pick and choose yeah. what so what fits their narrative. They're used to doing it. So what you're seeing in Tennessee right now, though, is a really good example of chipping away at power. So you have a supermajority in Tennessee also, right? So that is why you're starting, they're passing this bill that is going to make force trans kids to untransition within a year. The party of freedom and small government and, and free will is going to force parents, the same party that said parents should get to choose if their kids get a COVID vaccine. Parents should get to choose what books their kids read. Parents should get to choose the, if CRT, which is total bullshit, is taught in schools. Parents should get to choose uh, what kind of black history their parents are exposed to. Are the same ones saying parents have no choice on transition your kids. It's just, it's mind blowing. It's fucking mind blowing. And I'm so worried about young LGBT kids who are going, who are going to suffer under this and we're going to hurt themselves and families under, are going to be torn apart. I also don't understand how you, how you untransition. So what you stop taking hormones. Yeah. They'll mm-hmm. criminalize doctors who prescribe hormones. The same way get, they do with abortion. Yeah. Oh, I'd move. If you have that availability, if you have that kind of financial capability. How fucking sad yeah I wonder how many kids we're gonna lose to something like that you know like their mental health and let's just hope though that like the parents the parents that are you know that are parenting these young trans kids uh sit down with them and say like i'm i'm sorry but we can't keep going because the government here is so horrible like I'm sorry. I'm getting really emotional. Like that's so scary and sad. And I just can't even imagine having to sit down with my, with my kid or being that kid who has to finally come to terms with the fact that the United States government or the, the Tennessee government doesn't have any care about me whatsoever. Well, and let's be clear. Minors cannot get gender reassignment surgery. Minors can only receive hormone blockers. All they're doing is stopping puberty. So the idea that they're, they're stopping something or it's, it's just asinine. You're, there's nothing that a child is going through in treatment that can't be reversed once they're an adult. If they choose that, they're not undergoing any type of fucking surgery. So if that's the case, Kids shouldn't be allowed to get freaking ears pierced. 
kids shouldn't be allowed to get mm-hmm. you know a tattoo even with parents consent kids shouldn't their be allowed to do out. any anything that would mm-hmm. alter their body like it, it's just so crazy you shouldn't be able to force a kid then to have a baby mm. like mm. there's just there's so no. many things that's a good point yeah that don't make any sense uh, on another topic which is funny texas now did you <laughs> they're they're in a whole they're in a whole world of mess so there's the um one of the um social justice institutions down in texas is suing the texas state department because the uh one of the prisoners is pregnant so because they treat uh fetuses like people they're saying they're unlawfully holding a fetus in prison because the oh. fetus didn't commit the crime oh. that is fucking genius <laughs> that is fucking genius right i love that whoever's doing that right that is fucking genius mm-hmm. so i think you were gonna for all of the bad you're gonna start seeing more stuff like this pop up i think we get overwhelmed and like bogged down with the bad but there is good going on out there too there are people fighting the fight and showing up every day you're gonna make them totally reverse everything they've said oh well it's not actually living thing oh it's mm-hmm. not is it yeah. you're gonna have to go defend wow. that in court yeah, it's not that. that is amazing huh. yeah that is amazing whoever's leading that march and that you know what? i don't even really care what this woman did no, I don't care at all. Right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's kind of whatever genius. she did. She was she she needed to do it. She had to do it. <laughs> that is fantastic. I know it's great. The fetus didn't commit the crime. That is wonderful. So they're unlawfully holding it against its will. Oh my god, that is great. It hasn't been given due process or due justice. If that passes, do you know how many female prisoners are about to be pregnant as fuck? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. And this is exactly works. the thing. They get so caught up in their their bullshit righteous, their self-righteous beliefs that they don't think through the consequences. Right. 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 Like gonna... they can't separate your nonsense beliefs without actually having to deal with reality. And the reality is that fetus is not a person yet. Right. 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 Well, it's the same way. Remember with the lady with the HOV lane? Yeah. Like she was like, oh, so I can't be in here because <laughs> I'm I'm pregnant. Like That's I'm two people, right? Right? Like, yeah. They would lose that in court too, mm-hmm. depending on what state you were in. That yep. is that Women is fucking start great. collecting child support and start getting child tax credits as soon as they're pregnant, yeah. then. Yeah. <laughs> whoopsies going to see you in court <laughs> that is fantastic um okay so i think we can end on a positive note it's bleak it's bleak guys can but, we talk about for space corner well you know i'm just wrapping up the oh, okay. little segment yeah just no, no, no. wrapping up the bleak with a little, okay. a little bleak, tiny happy face at the end i do think as painful as it's going to be right now it, it's going to be okay. I don't think America is going to look the same way when Lincoln is my age. I think it's going to be very different. And I think that's a good thing, but I am a person who's not afraid of change. I think change is healthy. I think it's how we grow. I think it's how we get better. Um, I, I think it's going to be painful to get there, but I, I, I do think 
good will prevail. I do believe that. Yeah. I hope you're right. I hope Women you're right are too. coming after your asses. Oh, I can't be in the carpool lane. This isn't a living human being in my belly. I love that. Well, they're trying to they're trying to fight feelings with people who are educated in facts and science and reality. Right. And that's not it's just not going to hold up. This isn't right. the 1400s anymore. We're not scared yeah. of your zombie god. Like that's just Well, there are certain people that that are religious that also believe in science. Totally. Too. Yeah, so it's like, okay, yeah, I I can understand that like, you know, abortion may be against a, a religion, but it's not against my religion or by you know like so like of course it's not a baby it's not a child and or it's not a human being it's it's a baby it's it's you know i just I, so for I'm those talking. that are interested though there are organizations in california and new york that are um sending banned books to children in states that they're being banned in um and you can go to a banned books list and you can donate to those organizations. And what they're doing is if a, if an individual from one of the states that they're banning books in. So right now that's Florida, that's Texas, that's Alabama, that's Mississippi. Um, I don't know if they're doing it in Arkansas yet, but I'm sure it's soon um, with mm -hmm. Aunt Lydia in charge. Mm -hmm. um, they are mailing whatever books are requested to those people in those states of the books that are on ban, um, ban lists. That's so, awesome. uh, if you have extra money, I know everybody doesn't and that's okay. Um, you can go to, to that website and you can donate money to them. So I feel like a banned book would be a good book to read. We've read them all, Jewel. They aren't banned here. You read them growing up in California. They're part of our curriculum. They're banning to kill a mockingbird. Well, I read the cliff notes. Okay. They're banning to kill a mockingbird. They're banning of mice and men. They're they're banning Huck Finn. They're banning what? these books. Yeah. Yes. Why? Like anything that has anything. It's it literally almost every book. Like anything of the those. Bible. Yeah. Of the Bible. Yeah. Anything that has any relevance to because those stories tell stories of racism and overcoming right. it and how it impacts people. They're banning them because right. they think it teaches CRT. Because they don't know what CRT is. Oh it's a theory God. that's taught in law school to law students it's not a fucking thing that they teach in elementary yeah. school yeah it's not it's not your third that's grade i want to tell them like have you guys ever met like an elementary school kid <laughs> they're, like, they're learning their multiplication table right, like they barely mastered their shoe tying they're not learning crt right like <laughs> jesus maybe in other countries where they're smarter than us but yeah where they God. speak four languages yeah, yeah not here like, don't worry about it yeah they're gonna be fine don't They're worry about it, okay. Kyle in Alabama. Your kid's not learning about it. It's fine. Right? You can still teach him how to load a gun. Yeah. God. Um, all right, Joel. Space Corner. Hit us. Yeah. Can we please talk about the shit that's getting shot out of the sky that looks like little UFOs? Yeah. Can we? And they have to go retrieve them now? Okay. I get they the first find one. Them? I, well, I get the first one was they have, supposedly they have an invisibility cloak because they're advanced. I'm oh, like scared. dying to know. I'm checking every day. <laughs> what were they? And if you shot down an alien, I'm going to be pissed. If you shot <laughs> down a little buddy of mine that was coming down here to take me away, I'm going to be irritated as fuck. Like, Not what? Aliens. Have you seen? 
Jax, have you seen what these things looked like? Little spheres flying through. You don't, they're sides of a car. One of them's the size of a car. How do you know? Because there's no way. Listen, I'll tell you why they're not aliens. Mm. (laughs) Because there's no way fucking aliens traveled a gazillion light years to get here and our fucking F-16s are shooting them down and catching them. There's just maybe no way. No. Yeah, they wouldn't be maybe they doing it on purpose. I believe in aliens. I think aliens exist. I think aliens are already here. I think aliens have been watching us the same way people watch a fucking train wreck. But they're not uh-huh. getting caught by our F-16 fighter pilots. Maybe they're, they're doing not. it on purpose to like maybe, cause maybe. like scare. Or, no. to, they, or, to come, or to come us. watch us to see how we react to something. It's something. Because what the fuck? It's foreign governments fucking with us. No. I mean, I did believe that. <laughs> come on. I just don't believe aliens are dumb enough to get caught by us. I don't think, I don't think they're looking at it like that. I don't know that there's ne- necessarily extraterrestrial life in them right now like coming to the earth i think that it may have been like one of their you know what you would call a satellite or something like that that you know coming over by us finally and they're watching what we do and they probably watched us shoot them down maybe i think it's like a reconnaissance mission listen here's the thing i'm comfortable saying i don't know and I'm now they can't find them. They're going to go retrieve the one from the lake. I don't know why they haven't already done it. I'm I don't like, believe that they haven't found them. Those assholes found them. They're just not telling us. They're in Area 51 with the alien yeah. that they shot Those out assholes the found them. Oh, my God. So you guys, so there's so aliens. Crazy. We fall for everything. They're like, oh, I don't know. Just disappear. And we're like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Gullible American. They found the one Chinese spy balloon. And I was thinking to myself... The Chinese are way smarter to spy on us than to send over a huge white balloon. Yeah. Like, obviously you can see it. it. wasn't a very good spy balloon. Like, it was <laughs> huge and very visible. I think they were testing. I think, I do think that that was a Chinese spy balloon. And I think they send up stuff like that to test where our weaknesses are and to see where our... um like loops are the holes that they can they can get through because by the time we actually shot the Chinese spy balloon down we'd already so it they found it with a pack of explosives in it that if we had seen it they, it was supposed to self-destruct but we had already cut off communication to it so it wasn't sending out any other signals so I think we're seeing North Korea Russia and China testing our waters right now because what I I honestly think they're doing there is no, <clears throat> there's no military on the planet that can beat the United States. We put spend too much money on it. I'm not being arrogant. We just outspend everyone fivefold. Like we just do. So the only way they will take America down is is us going after each other, taking over our government. We already know that Russia interfered with our last election. We already know that they are running misinformation campaigns. We already know that they're responsible for half the Republican propaganda that we have to witness. So this is another propaganda machine. They're, the next war isn't going to be fought the way World War I and World War II were on battlefields with guns and bombs and cannons. Like That doesn't exist anymore. It's going to be cyber warfare. It's information warfare. It's propaganda warfare. It's mind warfare. And this mm. is all part of it, in my opinion. I agree so, with you. I think they were 
I think this is a good way to get, again, everybody gets on their proverbial sides. The Republicans are immediately like, Joe Biden should have shot it at, bah, 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 bah. and the Democrats are like, we had to wait till it got to a safe place. And, you know, you have to worry about risking lives. And like, so we all get in our corners immediately and we start fighting fucking again. And we're finally getting to the point where now we have congressmen, sitting congressmen talking about civil war and all of the wannabe superpowers and some that actually are, are sitting back and laughing because we are going to destroy ourselves. Yep. Absolutely. I agree with you 100%, Jackie. But I also do not agree that it wasn't aliens. I totally believe it was aliens. I do too. (laughs) I'm just, I'm I'm offering other possibilities also. No, I'm saying... China spy balloon, yes. Those UFOs, aliens. Those little big circular things the size of vehicles flying through the air oh so swiftly. If it's not aliens, aliens, then it's other countries fucking with us. That's the I only hope. option. It's that or that. I hope it's aliens, and I hope that they're I on their too. way to pick like, me I up. Wanna, it was I my alien really, Uber. <laughs> I, really, I really think it's scary, though, because like I've seen so many movies. Aaron, what are you going to do about it if it is? Is there anything you can do? Can you stop it? Or do, do you sit on, on the NASA committee? Do you sit on, on, are you part of Space Force? Pew, pew. Yeah. No, yeah, I am. You're not. Actually. There's nothing you can do about it. Yes, so I am. Yeah. I, it's my biggest, I, I, I've never told you all I'm part of Space Force. Okay. <laughs> pew, pew. <laughs> pew, pew. That's why I have so many Star Wars toys and memorabilia because I'm part of Space Force. There's also, I'll do it on the next podcast, but there's also, because uh, I have to look more into it, James Webb found a black hole that is spewing out stars and is cool. re, it's like the things that it's found and what it's doing, it's basically kiboshing how old we think our galaxy is, the Milky Way, because this is just as big, so... I have to do more research on it. I only saw it on TikTok briefly from Astro Alexandra, but I need to look into it like on actual NASA and see what she's talking about. But something to the effect that James Webb found a big black hole spitting out stars and it's basically recalculating everything we know about our galaxy, the Milky Way. (laughs) So Here's what I love about science though. And here's why I will always believe scientists over fucking politicians, besides just the obvious. And I mean politicians from any side, people. What I love about science is when they're presented with new information, they they change what they know, right? Like they're not hanging on to the, this is what we've always thought. So we're going to try and disprove this new information. They're like, well, fuck now we have new information. So like, we we were wrong. Right. (laughs) We have to rethink everything because this isn't what we thought it was. And that's why I trust scientists because they're so open to just the facts as they're presented right. to them and, and they want to learn yeah and they're like right. oh there's new facts let's learn everything we can about these new facts right. they're not like oh new facts no right <laughs> that's not what our old book said right you have to like, stick with the old book yeah the old testament said it this way well right. the new testament is this no fuck that that's why i always trust scientists just that we want we saw the same thing happen during covid new information came out new studies came out they changed their narrative and that pissed people right. off it yeah. angered people because that's not what they had been told two weeks ago and it's like well yeah that's how fucking science works they yeah, get also, it's a, 
Yeah, it's a fucking virus. It's the same way that we've been able to start, you know, on our process of curing cancer. It's the same way that they found like effective drugs for HIV now. It's the same reason we don't treat everything with cocaine and leeches because new evidence was presented and scientists and doctors changed their minds. We didn't even know germs existed. George Washington lived in a time before the first fossil was around. George Washington didn't know dinosaurs existed. Aw, he is a dinosaur. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, he's a fossil too, but you know what yeah. I mean? Like, hey Um, All right. What's everyone obsessed with this week? Are we going to talk about The Last of Us? Yeah. Oh, so fucking good, right? So good. So good. Like, how is that? That's that's the best show on TV. Oh, in decades. Hands down. Busy. Yeah. Since Game of Thrones. So good. For sure. So good. I think it's one of the best shows I've ever watched. You're you're caught up, right? Everybody's caught up. We're all caught yeah. up. Uh Joel, not this Joel. week's episode. Oh. Well, no, because it's not until Sunday. Yes. So yeah, right. I'm all caught up. Okay. Okay. Joel's not dead. Right. We're Joel's all not dead. A, okay, cool. Because like Someone was like, oh, is Joel dead? I'm like, no, but is he? No, no. he's not dead. Okay, cool. If they're going to kill a main character off like that, it's going to be the season finale. Remind me of right. what happened at the at the last of this episode. I know that they're they're doing the thing. They made walking. it to the... Oh, spoiler alert, if you're not caught up. Oh, shit, yeah. are you not caught up? No, no, no. no, no I'm talking no, to I'm other people. Up. Yeah, oh, we're talking okay. to our listeners. We're not just sitting here chit-chatting oh. at happy hour, assholes. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> <Forgot>. <laughs> Thank God we're not on TikTok Live. <laughs> mm-hmm. So they made it to that place in Wyoming, and his brother's super happy. So yeah. he wants him to take the girl, but then he takes her anyway, and they go to the Colorado University. And right, right. And, and then, then he gets, he gets oh, Joel, he gets yeah. yeah. And he's on the fucking horse and yeah. he falls on the train tracks. Yeah, yeah right. got it. Mm-hmm. He's not dead. No, no, they, I didn't think he was, but then I kept reading stuff about it and I was like, yeah. shit. But I, I have all the previews for the next, the further episodes have always had a minute, except for this preview, obviously, because it's a flashback. I don't I think he's seen this preview. It's oh my god! Yeah, you episodes. gotta go to the end, the end of the episode. There's yeah. like it's like I think it's um I think it's like the what happened to Ellie and how she mm-hmm. got bit. Yeah, oh. yeah, the first time and how she finds out. I'm super pumped about everything that's happening with this show. Like Me I, too. so good. I never played the game, Julie. I think you said you started playing the game, right? It's really good. You have a well, PS5. Like, huh? You have a PS5. Yeah, I got Kennedy one for whatever it was. So there's like like, (laughs) all these like people that do these like side by side comparisons of how closely they're following the game and how well done it is. And like the scene where Ellie's telling him like, like everybody that I know has died, that whole scene and all that, like how they're just nailing it. Like Pedro Pascal and, 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 um, fuck I just lost her name like how they're just absolutely killing it even the scenes where they go in and like even the layouts and stuff like in the garages that they're going and like I think it was two episodes ago and like the shootout scene where you have to like where where he was like walking around in the garage and like having to shoot him and Ellie had to go hide like 
the the game is literally set up box for box like exactly like that that's like, so cool it's it's really i'm stuck on the game right now i gotta figure out how to get out of the spot i'm in but um it's like the buildings and stuff that you have to go through it's such a similar layout like even them walking across the boards going from roof to roof is so identical like that's it's so cool mm -hmm. the storyline of, of the gay guys was different um, yeah i did they, read that they cut that really short in the game like they it, they basically still said that they were together and they were a couple but i mean there was no way in a game to go into that backstory right right you know because in the game you're joel so it's like there's really no way to do that but you do meet up with the and one of the guys is still in the game. One of the guys is still living and that's who you meet up with and you get supplies from him and stuff. But, um, it, I mean, it's, it's like spot on. It's really, really yeah. cool. I just, I just love it. I just think it's, it's absolutely phenomenal storytelling. It's I, I, I the fact that it's what we're going on the sixth episode or seventh episode. And like, I care so much about these characters. Like I, I cannot wait to see what happens. Like I'm disappointed that I started right away that I didn't yeah, wait till the whole season. Like, so I could just binge it. Like, yeah, like it is just phenomenal storytelling. I absolutely love everything about it. Everything. And I, I even like if, if I were in this era, I would want to go live in Wyoming and Jackson where they're at. Cause that's a sweet little spot that they're in. I'm like, that's, that's adorable. I love it. In the show. I'm like, why does it, I'm like, stay. I know that he needs yeah. to get Ellie, you know, cause she I has the cure yeah. or whatever, but I'm like, Oh my God. Like I, sure. you got Christmas trees, a bar, some, hey, some, some goats. I'm chilling. Right. Like, yeah. It's, it's a cool setup. And I like her too. Uh, uh, his, his brother's, the lady that he got pregnant mm -hmm. she she's from um uh, uh the vampire one. Oh yeah on and on true blood true blood true blood yeah yeah, yeah. I, I you know what i like her. about the characters and it's so hard to do and they do it so well and it's just as someone who writes stories it's just so it leaves me in such awe even the people that you like aren't rooting for you get it. You get why they're doing what right. they're doing. Like, like Melanie, dis Melanie Linsky's character. Like, yeah. you, you, you understood. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like, and even, I don't like even they the make... ones you dislike. You're like, I see how you ended up there. Right. Totally. And even like the characters that you just see a blip of, you care. Mm -hmm. Like the, the couple in the cabin. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, and the, and the, the man oh God, in the white. They were so funny. They were the best. The like, Indians? Just, I, yeah. just, like, I just want to get to know them. You know what I mean? Like, I just love them so much. Like, I just, and like you said, Jackie, like, as someone who tells stories, who who is a writer, like, I'm in awe of yeah. the ability to make you care about people so quickly and leave such a lasting impression. Yeah, like, it's I, so good. Absolutely. It's just so fucking good. I'm. And it's so, so much more than it. just a zombie show. Right. Like that's so right. secondary to the whole thing. Right. 
Well, like I've always like I've always found it very interesting. Like I watched The Walking Dead, and I I love I love any zombie anything, and I don't know why, but I think part of it is always because the zombies aren't the mos- monsters. The people, people are, are. Mm-hmm. yeah, and it's always so interesting we did it to ourselves. To see, always. Right, like it's it's see how it plays out. Like how are the people the monsters? You know that's what's going to happen. It's it's the same way in Maze Runner. It's the same way in you know The Walking Dead. It's mm-hmm. it's always the people are the monsters. You know mm-hmm. the people are the problem. It's never the monsters that are actually the monsters. And I just think that's so interesting. And this is the same way. But the monsters are so much more monstery. I don't know, like so much more of a threat because the they are smarter. Yeah, they mm-hmm. they are more intense than any other zombies you've ever come across, like in in science science fiction. So it's been it's just been fast. A, wild fucking ride i love it i love it well and i the thing i like about like the post-apocalyptic kind of stories is Mm -hmm. it it always really highlights kind of the survival instinct in humanity right because it's easy for us to sit here in our homes with our heaters and like our air conditioning and our alcohol and like our friends and our cushy lives and to be like yeah i wouldn't want to live through the apocalypse But that survival instinct that exists in humanity, the need to like push forward and even the most dire conditions is done so well in this because they still focus on the interpersonal relationships and kind of that push to get back to something normal. Because that's what that whole Wyoming thing was about, right? Like that need for normalcy. The Christmas trees, everything, those are frivolous. That's not Mm -hmm. a need for survival. That's a need for normalcy. Right. Just, I think it speaks so intuitively of how humans are wired, like this communal um, Mm -hmm. need to feel belonging, need for community, need for, for, because we saw it in COVID too, right? Like people just got tired of being in COVID and wanted things to go back to normal, even though people were dying. Yeah. So they're sacrificing saving other people going out there and finding others to bring into their community for normalcy for that control and i just think it it they've have done so well highlighting the human condition on so many levels it's just so right. terribly impressive even terribly when impressive. ellie and that little boy when they got oh when they, when uh, they found that daycare yeah and they're yes. like can we just stay here and play for like just do normal kid shit mm-hmm. i yeah. was like wow yeah in that kind of situation yeah, they'd have never gotten to play with right. like, crayons or chalk or you know and how ellie keeps saying throughout the thing she's like I've never seen that. Like, I've never actually seen this. Like, I've read about it, but I've never actually seen anything. It, you're right. It is cool. They keep touching on things like that, which makes it, it draws you in. Well, and Joel's I love push for protecting Ellie's, like, childhood, even right. though the world is an absolute shit show. There's no way this girl is going to have a normal existence the way he knew it growing up. There's just no possible mm-hmm. way, but he's mm-hmm. so desperate to give it to her in any way possible it's just yeah and how he keeps protecting her like you don't need to shoot a gun okay Mm -hmm. fine i'll teach you how to shoot a gun we're gonna like you're gonna learn how to handle it like i'm trying so hard he's trying so hard to protect every last shred of innocence she has even though it's clear she has none she is you saw with the the paintings on the wall that sam was doing right right like such a simple act of childhood 
mm-hmm. that they just they do they do a fantastic job of highlighting humanity right. and all its complexity and awfulness and wonderfulness and like it's just it's it's amazing storytelling. I'm thoroughly impressed. Yeah. Aaron, yeah. every show you've ever recommended to me has always been fucking spot on. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, then the, say one other. Well, one other show that I'm really loving. I only have so much time, Aaron. I know. The, uh, <laughs> one other show is Shrinking on Apple TV. It's Jason Segal um, and uh, Harrison Ford and uh, Jennifer. I can't remember her last name. Um, so it's about he's lost his wife. Jason Segal has lost his wife, and he has a kid, and he's a therapist, and. Harrison Ford is a therapist and then Jennifer I can't remember her last name is also a therapist and so three of them kind of navigating his sadness of losing his wife and the grieving process and how he connects with his own patients it's super good such a good show very feel-good show so Apple TV plus that's another good one all right I'm gonna have to look at it anything else anyone obsessed with before we Oh, I'm obsessed with my, I quit my job and I'm, today was my last day. I'm becoming a full-time writer and I'm very excited. Congratulations, Aaron, Zach. Thank you so much. Thank you. I'm very happy. I'm very happy. I can't wait to wake up and never have to worry about my job again. (laughs) It's not your job anymore. It's not. I can't wait to wake up and never have to worry about that job again. There you go. Edit. (laughs) There, there's a show that I binge watched in one day that I thought was really good. The ending was fucking stupid, and I was so mad at the ending. But it, have you guys seen Echoes on Netflix? No. Oh well, it was really good. I think the the actor. It's a uh, ending. <laughs> well, the girl in it, Michelle Monaghan. Monaghan. Oh yeah, I've heard about this show. She. I, I don't know how she hasn't won an award or something for it. It's a limited series, but she plays two characters because she plays her twin sister. She is fucking phenomenal in this show. The storyline, like, I thought it was good, but really she crushed it with how she could play two totally different people. Like, I was super, super impressed. I thought it was good. The ending was really, really stupid. So don't expect a good ending. Um, But the show was really good. It's about two sisters, two twin sisters that that basically trade lives once a year because they're identical and they switch husbands, they switch everything. They've been doing it forever. And I don't want to spoil it, but you know, obviously shit goes down and um, it's really, really good. Yeah, <laughs> All right. Jax is I'll gi- good. I'll give it a whirl. I like yeah. I like her. She's in a she's in a Mission Impossible with Tom Cruise. She's fantastic in this show, and it's got Don't shake um, your head at me, Jenny. I love Mission Impossible. Matt Balmer, Daniel Daniel Sunhada is the other main character. Who? Oh, do I need? Did I know who that is? I didn't know if you guys knew who it was or not. Oh. Matt Bomer, he's Bomber, Bomer. You guys probably know who he is. He's like. Yeah. He was a magic mic. <laughs> yeah. Was he? Yeah. <laughs> and then this guy, I don't know what else he's in, but he looked familiar to me when we were watching it. Oh, he's, oh, he's yeah. hot. He's super hot. Hey, hey, hey. hey. 
Anyways, it's really, really good. And it's a limited series. I think those are always better. Like, how they condense them and stuff. I liked it. That's all I got. Um, What do I have? Oh, I left Bold Strokes books. So, you did? Yep. When? Mm, this week? Yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when, how, how do you leave them? You just are like... I have to be released from my contract. I requested to be released from my contract and they agreed. So going independent, um, bold strokes. I appreciate everything that they did for me in the last eight years. They published 10 books of mine. Um, I had a lot of really good experiences and I had some really not, not me personally. I saw some really terrible shit go down where our uh, values just no longer align. So I'm in a good spot. I'm in a better spot than most. I don't rely on writing money to make my living. So I do it because I like it. And um, it was just time for me to move on. So um, again, I appreciate everything they did for me. I don't have any negative things to say about Bold Strokes itself um, or Radcliffe or or any of the people that actually work there. Um, it just wasn't, it wasn't the right fit for me anymore. So Gene's as, the lone soldier now, huh? Yeah. As we get older, our priority shift and um, the way my friend was treated is more important than me being contracted with them. So uh, that being said, Erin and I <laughs> will be releasing uh, my first independent book, her second, in a few months. We talked to uh, the editor who's going to help us with it a few days ago. And um, I have to say, I think this book is the best thing I've ever written. From my perspective, Aaron I, and I are writing two separate characters, like completely, completely separate, like different points of view. Um, so for me, this is this is the best thing I've ever written. So I'm really I'm really excited about it. I will echo you and say I think it's the best thing you've ever written. Thank you. It's fan fucking tastic. Really I I know that my character could things could could be better. But I'm finding her, you are. and I feel like as 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 I go back through, I can I continuously enrich her her character. So mm -hmm. I'm very I'm very excited about finally understanding her voice. So that will help. But you and your character, you were born to write this character. I truly believe that. Mm -hmm. I think I've actually written her better than even after four books that I've written of Tyler and, and Brooke, I, <clears throat> I write her better than I even write either of them. So, um, it's exciting. It's, it's fun. It's fun to write again and it hasn't been for a while. So right. um, it's been a good experience. Even if it doesn't do well, this has been my favorite book to write by far, just because I like the characters so much. So, also like, I have to say this, I know this is your obsessed with, but I'm going to say this like, I personally love brainstorming with you Ooh. about this book. Like, this is the most fun I've ever had with outlining, with coming up with new ideas, with figuring out the world building, with all of that. Like, it has been so much fun. And when you call or I text and, you know, or vice versa, whatever, like, it's always like, I need to, I need to answer this because I'm so in it. I'm in it. 
I'm excited about this this world we have built. And What's it about? I'm really pumped. You explain it, Jackie. <laughs> <laughs> <than me>. So <laughs> it's it's called Glitch. And for the record, we named it before Taylor Swift released Midnight's and happened to name one of her songs Glitch. It has been I'm named really Glitch sad for two she years. did not <laughs> tell us. Um, it's the first book in a trilogy, and it's about um two characters, uh, Isa and Amara, and they have been best friends since they were children and um, their moms were best friends and they were raised um, 350 years from now, essentially. So um, oh. it's a post, it's not post-apocalyptic because they've actually built utopia at this point. Yeah. And what they come to find out is there's a group that doesn't think because they've manipulated so much with climate change and climate catastrophe and how the world works um, with technology in the future, there's a group that doesn't think they should have ever been allowed to do that. So they found a way to go back to, uh, first they go back to the 1960s and they're trying to stop the prototype or trying to stop the two people that had the kid that built the prototype to control climate change to prevent them from meeting. So Isa and Amara, Amara is um, a geek. She's brilliant. Um, she's the character I'm writing. She's the daughter of the president. Um, she's snarky and, um, independent and really, really knows who she is. And Isa, who Aaron is writing is like the military kind of jock. Um, I'm going to beat everyone's ass and ask questions later kind of person. And Isa and Amara have been broken up for 10 years and, they get kind of thrown back together to go back in time. And because Amara is like the um, expert in history, she is sent back and Isa is sent back essentially to protect her. So they're trying to get rid of these other people who are trying to stop progress from happening. And they have to make two time jumps. One of them is to the 1960s and one of them is to the 1980s. Um, It's a lesbian romantic lesbian drama in the future sci-fi sci-fi that sounds like a lot of fiction it's cool as shit and when we put a ton of research (laughs) into it i looked at maps of los angeles in the 1960s and i pulled up old ucla maps and old schedules and like everything in it is very historically accurate um I mean, of course, we had to take some liberties with people and, you know, situations and stuff. Right. But um, it's, Overall, it's really it's, good. It's, it's really good. Be. We're over halfway through now. Um, yeah. We're the middle part for those that write books. Writing the middle is always the hardest. It's like the slog because you know how you want it to start. You know how you want it to end. It's getting it all like together in the middle and pushing forward. So we're, we're like nearing the end of that, which is the hard push and um, to set it up for the next one. So it'll be out hopefully in August. And uh, yeah, it's fucking good. So now that you you start with bold strokes anymore, do you you have to like, how do you get it printed and stuff? Like, what do you? We'll talk to you about it later. Okay. Okay. Um, But that's it for us this week, guys. Make good choices. Do we keep it short for Julie's sake? No. (laughs) (laughs) I saw this thing the other day and it reminded me of you, Jax, when, when you're like, have the weekend that you deserve. It was like, I hope you have the day 
I hope you have the same day of the way you treated like your dog or something like that. Like it was something I have to find it. I was like, Oh my God, that totally reminds me of Jack's. I like to say I have the best weekend available to you because not everyone has the capability of having a good weekend because they have shit going on in their lives. So I hope everyone has the best weekend available to them. Yeah, that's true. Peace out, bitches. Bye. Bye. Fierce Fan Media.